What is up, guys? And welcome to another edition of the Market Marauder Show. Be in the market one trade at a time. Hope everybody's having a great week out there. Able to lock in those profits. Uh, so today, gonna be talking about some of the things going on in the stock market. So uh, we've had a little bit of a bearish downward trend uh, as we shape up this week in the market. Overall, it's been pretty bearish for the past couple of weeks, uh, as you may have seen. And bearish in general in both crypto as well as the stock market. So let's jump into some of the stock market news. Uh, first, uh, Europe plans to raise inflation forecast as officials prepare for permanent cut uh, to Russian gas. Um, so as you may have already known, the geopolitical tensions going on between Russia and Ukraine are still going on. Uh, but Russia is still supplying a lot of Europe's gas. Um, their natural gas uh, supply is coming from uh, Russia. So that was one of their resources that wasn't cut off. Um, oil was one of the ones that was cut off, but natural gas was not cut off. So Europe, uh, the whole, you know, country is planning on uh, preparing or bracing for this. Um, the Eurozone economy is expected to face uh, higher inflation uh, both this year and in 2023, uh, while plans are being stepped up uh, for the prospect of permanent cutoff uh, from Russian gas supplies. Uh, Europe is being under intense pressure in the wake of Russia's invasion of Ukraine, uh, with higher energy costs pushing up inflation across the region. Uh, this economic reality is unlikely to change anytime soon, uh, and the new forecast pointing toward an upward revision in consumer price uh, across the block. So uh, definitely uh, going to see higher um, prices uh, for them in general. Uh, it says the European Commission, uh, the EU's uh, active arm, uh, will present a new economic forecast uh, coming up this Thursday. Uh, back in May, the institution projected a uh, growth rate of 2.7% for this year and 2.3% uh, for the next year for both uh, Euro, Europe and uh, Euro area or EU and, e and Euro area. Uh, in terms of inflation, uh, the euro area and the commission said that it would hit 6.1% in 2022 uh, before halting at 2.7% uh, in 2023. Uh, higher inflation could add uh, further pressure to the European Central Bank, uh, which expects to raise um, rates for the first time in 11 years next week. Um, so overall, there's definitely a significant risk uh, coming all the way around from, you know, this geopolitical tension, I know the U.S. felt a lot of those gas prices going up um, as well. Um, and the fact gas prices in Europe uh, saw further volatility uh, on Monday amid concerns that Russia could stop uh, sending gas to Europe via the Nord Stream 1. So that's the pipeline which runs from Russia to Germany uh, under the Baltic Sea. Uh, it was closed on Monday until July 21st uh, for annual summer maintenance and has uh, stalked fears that Moscow cannot restart supplies uh, once the works uh, are concluded. Um, and so definitely, you know, that's going to be another issue as well uh, to see gas prices in Europe, you know, go even higher, uh, probably higher than some of the ones that you've seen in the U.S. in states like California. Uh, and so definitely going to be very interesting, going to be looking at some of the prices of oil as well as the gas futures market um, as this news continues to shape up. 
Next, we'll talk about home buyers. Uh, so, home buyers are canceling deals uh, the highest rates since the start of the pandemic. Uh, so, Americans are canceling deals to buy homes at the highest rate uh, since the start of the pandemic, um, and this has been due to you know increasing interest rates. So, interest rates have increased uh, significantly. Um, you know, they were basically uh, almost at zero, but the Fed is starting, uh, you know, their quantitative process, which they're starting to raise interest rates again, uh, which is making it harder for a lot of people to get into homes or to get mortgages. Uh, the share of sale agreements on extending homes canceled in, Ju- in June was just under 15% of all homes that went under contract, according to a new report from Redfin. Uh, that is the highest share uh, since early 2020, when home buying paused immediately, uh, cancellations were about 11% a year ago. Uh, higher mortgage rates and surging inflation are causing many potential home buyers to reconsider their purchases. Uh, the average rate of a 30 year fixed mortgage uh, started this year around 3%, and then began rising steadily. Uh, it briefly shot above 6% in mid June before settling in a narrow range around 5.75%. Um, and this is according to Mortgage News Daily. Uh, higher mortgage rates uh, have also caused some borrowers to no longer qualify for loans they want. Uh, lenders generally use uh, a front-end debt-to-income ratio of about 28% uh, as a ceiling for home loans. Uh, the cost of owning a medium home price uh, in the second quarter required 31.5% of average U.S. wage. Uh, and according to a report uh, by Adam, uh, a property data provider, uh, the highest percentage since 2007, and up 24% uh, the year before, making it the biggest jump in more than two decades. Uh, buyers are also seeing uh, the one red-hot market uh, turn around quickly and dramatically. Uh, they may not or may no longer see the urgency in bidding uh, for a home that they may feel uh, might depreciate in the coming year. So it's definitely uh, not a home buying crash. So some people are saying, oh, the housing market is crashing. There's still houses that are out there. Uh, They're still way overpriced. Um, And people are still qualifying for loans. So it's not like people have completely stopped buying like back in 2007. But um, it definitely is, you know, going to a a bad situation. I feel like more homes are going to be put onto market uh, probably for a little less. But I don't think overall there's going to be, you know, a large crash. I think people would rather sit on their homes uh, and try to cure more value and wait till the next, um, you know, housing boom. Uh, and then to, you know, try to sell it for a loss. There are also, you know, other factors, uh, like I said, again, the pandemic, uh, a lot of people went and refinanced their houses or took loans out on their houses or, you know, took the equity out of their houses, um, you know, during the pandemic. Uh, so that may be a reason why a lot of people are trying to sell their houses at the current moment. Uh, but there are a lot of, you know, different factors, you know, people moving cities, you have remote work, uh, which a lot of people, you know, had expensive houses that were in big cities, but they can, you know, permanently remote work. So they may be downsizing, uh, selling their house and moving to an area where it's a lot cheaper. Um, and so housing markets fluctuate. Uh, it's all dependent on industry, you know, consumer uh, sentiment. So basically how, you know, people feel about their market where they currently live at. Um, it's a very generalized, um, you know, 
number uh, to say, you know, 31.5% on average uh, or 28% um, is the ceiling for a lot of these um, debt to end or front end debt to income ratios, because I think a lot of people are still getting into houses and they really don't care about um, that price. And, you know, there have been increases in salaries as well. So people are still qualifying for those people who got raises or switched jobs. Uh, you have to factor those outliers in as well to this data. So lastly, I'm going to talk about GameStop. Uh, so GameStop is officially launching its NFT marketplace uh, as it hunts for growth in a digital-fueled turnaround. Uh, so on Monday, the long-awaited debut of the online marketplace for non-fungible tokens, or NFTs, in a bid to reinvent the business and cash in on consumer adoption for cryptocurrencies and blockchain technology. Uh, the platform, which is now open to the public for beta testing, allows users to connect their own digital asset wallets, including the recently launched GameStop wallet, uh, the company said in their press release. Uh, they will be able, they will then be able to buy and sell uh, and trade NFTs of virtual goods. Over time, the marketplace will expand to offer other features such as Web3 Gaming uh, and GameStop, uh, said in their press release as well. This is the latest push uh, by a video game retailer uh, now chaired by Chewy founder um, and activist inventor Ryan Cohen uh, to invest in the digital future. GameStop is un undergoing a turnaround uh, following several years of financial struggles, burdens in part uh, by massive real estate footprint and the video game industry rapidly shifting online. So GameStop has, you know, definitely had a large shift. Uh, there have been a lot of stores that have closed for GameStop uh, throughout the entire country. There have also been, you know, like I said, again, people just downloading games um, instead of going to a physical uh, store to buy a lot of video games. Uh, there's also been the shortage of a lot of video game systems like the PS5 uh, that had a lot of shortages. Um, so that kind of hurt the industry as well. Um, but then you also have just the financial burdens that GameStop had um, in general and all of the executive changes. I think they just recently got a new CFO. Um, and they're also doing a stock split that's coming up here pretty soon, uh, four to one stock split. So there are a lot of corporate restructuring uh, things that are going on for GameStop in general. Um, there are NFT marketplaces that are currently out there and available for everyone to use. Uh, there's OpenSea, which is one of the most popular ones. There's Rarible, which is another popular one. Um, I think you can get NFTs as well on Coinbase, if I'm not mistaken. And so getting NFTs or having a marketplace that just sells NFTs is not a new concept. They're kind of late to the punch or late to the party uh, on this idea or this concept. Uh, they do have the user base, though. Uh, GameStop being, you know, such a popular meme stock, uh, it was easy to get a lot of people's uh, attention by going and switching over to NFTs. But ultimately, the test is going to be if this is going to be a viable solution uh, to really bring them back to the forefront Um profit wise uh there's definitely gonna have to be some you know new innovations maybe with the web3 gaming coming in the future uh maybe some pde or play to earn games coming out which are gamestop exclusives where you can potentially play uh, GameStop exclusive games and getting cryptocurrency as a reward, maybe something in the future that could help the company overall. Uh, ultimately, though, I think it's going to be a long stretch for GameStop to continue on a profitable streak, um, you know, to remain afloat. But I do think this change or the shift is what we're seeing uh, with a lot of companies. You had a major shift uh, with Facebook uh, late last year. 
moving from Facebook to Meta, uh, and then focusing on, you know, Web3, uh, the Metaverse, uh, things of that nature. And so this is just another shift. Uh, companies are kind of, you know, taking the front end hit uh, to hopefully build out uh, a large community in the future. So hopefully that information helped you all out. Hope you all have a great rest of the week in the market. Make sure you all staying safe out there. Uh, do your due diligence when looking in the market. Uh, the market is very volatile. There are a lot of stocks going down. Uh, if you have some cash on the side, it may be a great time to look um, into you know getting something for sale while stocks are on sale. Make sure you stick to your strategy, whatever strategy you have. Um, analyze it, you know, learn from it, and then continue to grow. So good luck to everybody out there, and I'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.